listening to The Dilly Show with author Brendan Dilly, now available as a daily podcast. You can catch the show live Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Go to dillyshow.com for details. And now, your host, Brendan Dilly. Good morning, MAGA. Welcome to The Dilly Show. I am your host, author Brendan Dilly. It's my book right here, Still Breathing. The Wisdom and Teachings of a Perfectly Flawed Man. You can pick that up on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com. Or any other major book retailer. Check that out today. Also, if you love the show, you want to support the show, the best way to still do that is subscribestar.com forward slash the Dilly Show. Subscribestar.com forward slash the Dilly Show. We've been there for almost four years. They have never let me down. Really like the company and uh, still the best way to support this channel, this show. Subscribestar.com forward slash the Dilly Show. All right. Good morning. Happy Friday, everybody. Fuck April 7th, 2023. Another day in America. That's right. Sliding into the weekend, Easter weekend, with a big edition here of the Dilla Show. Got all kinds of fun stuff. Special shout out right off the top to our boy Hogman getting that absolutely blistering meme done. Killer, killer uh, meme. Uh, so much so that I shared it on Twitter and Cat Turd uh, shared it out. That thing is going to blow up. Very happy for you, brother. You deserve it. Big show for you guys today. How are you guys? How's everybody today? You guys good? You guys good? Oh, we're going to have some fun today. Yeah, you know me. Running around doing shit. All right, first and foremost, right off the top, I only got one email, but I just want to make you guys aware of how this works. So. Some of you, you guys, most of you got shipping information on your shirts right out the gate. So what that means is the labels were printed. It doesn't mean that your shirts are in transit yet. Um, Because I had somebody go, hey, my shirt hasn't moved yet. Correct, it hasn't. They were going to go out yesterday, but we wanted to go back through and audit. Because we had a few extras that we shouldn't have had. Um, So it may or may not be a mistake, but we just want to make sure before we send them out that you guys have all of your goodies. So your shirts will be going out today. They're actually going to the post office. Everything is packaged and done. We just have to figure out which uh, which of these shirts, if any, uh, are supposed to be in a a, uh, a bag or not. So, other than that, they're all ready to go. We're damn near done. They should be. I mean, I think next couple of minutes, uh, Rihanna and and Jasmine, my daughter's on spring break. She's helping out with that little audit project. But I didn't want you guys to get confused. Like, hey, where's my shirt? It never shipped. I'm like, yeah, hey, relax. It'll go out today. You'll have it probably early next week. Relax, relax. It'll be fine. You just bought them fucking Monday. Um, so yeah, so we need you guys taken care of. Uh, I did place the order <laughs> for more pure blood shirts because those ones sold out really, really quickly. And uh, roughly three weeks from today, you guys will have the opportunity to order more pure blood shirts. I know that is one of the hottest sellers we've ever made. And uh, I underestimated how much you guys would want them. We sold 200 and fucking 20 of them or 230 of them in like an hour uh and that was crazy it was like one hour 230 shirts gone so i'm like okay i gotta do more i gotta do more of those so we did another 220 ish and they'll be here in three weeks and we'll put them on the website and you guys can start uh, ordering that shirt again um yeah great friday happy to be here with you guys uh gonna talk some trump gonna talk some rob DeSantis. Hey, guys, what, is, what kind of body language is this? Hey, 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 I'm Rob DeSantis. Vote for me. Dude, look, the first thing you need to run for president of the United States, and you can't hide it, and you can't pretend you got it, the voters will always see through it. You have to believe in yourself. 
You have to. And if you don't, and your body language is that of someone who's extremely awkward, extremely insecure, who has extremely low confidence and self-esteem, you might be able to pretend during a speech that you got it, but eventually you're going to let your guard down and you're going to do one of these rounded shoulders forward, concaved chest. Yeah, DeSantis doesn't got it. I, It's a fucking miracle. The only reason he's a governor is Donnie J endorsed him. It's the only reason. He's a shit candidate and an extremely... It's kind of sad. He's a fucking weak man. Weak internally weak fucking weak and i'm going back to my original nostradilly from january his wife put him up to this there is no fucking other rational reason for him sitting there i had someone on an insider tell me no no no, it's rob's decision i'm telling you my insider is wrong fuck you i don't believe you i think that his wife put him up to it. She's the one driving this thing along with Christina Peshaw. And they're rolling the meatball out there day in and day out. And he looks ridiculous. He looks like a fucking hostage. He looks like a hostage. He looked, dude, his body language, his body language literally looked like he just caught someone kissing his wife. He was like, oh man, stop, please. Fucking brutal. That picture made the rounds yesterday. Painful. We'll talk about it. We got to talk a little bit about uh, chicks with dicks because they are on the prowl looking to kill because uh, they're fucked up in the head. We're going to talk about that. I uh, got some Donnie J news. Also got Q&A Friday, which we didn't get to do last week because we got crazy busy today. We will get it done. I don't have uh, an out like that I need to jump off for. So you guys are good. We're going to do Q&A Friday. We're going to get all your questions. We're also going to uh, make the re- triumphant return of Dilly in the Wild today, which should be fun. And we got a bunch of dank memes. Dank memes uh, fucking galore. It's going to be great. How are you guys doing over there? I just looked and real- realized there's no Ralph. That's <laughs> uh, okay. We'll see you in like a month or two, Ralph. It's fine. I know you're there. You're with us in spirit, bud. You can still po- like type like you're going to send something. It just won't let you send it. You can still write your shitty comments. Shout out to Ralph. He's, uh, he's in a service timeout. It's going to be fine. He'll be fine. He enjoys it. Magical Trevor, what's up, buddy? How is everybody? You guys good? You guys going to have a, a fucking Bud Light weekend, huh? Anybody going out cruising for Bud Light? Send the right message. Let them know. Hey, what's up? What's up? Want to grab a Bud? No, I don't. What the hell? I thought we were going to go golfing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So we got a big show. We'll have some fun today. I want to fuck with you guys a little bit. We also got Q&A Friday. And I got, a, I got some really good questions asked of me. And I'm looking forward to uh, breaking those down for you guys because it'll be a good show. How you guys doing? Everybody good? You guys having fun? I even get to check out. Is, is all the other platforms up and running good? We're smooth. We're extra smooth. Oh, yeah. What's up, Rumblers? Hi, Rumble. You guys just keep killing it. Oh, Jazzy just brought me my water. Thank you, honey. There you go. So, yeah, there you go. Rumblers are killing it today. Share, those, uh, share the show out. Make sure you also are hitting that Rumble button and subscribing, okay? Subscribing. There you go. What's up, Dre fans? That's where you hang out is over there on the Rumble. You know what? I figured Dre would be a Rumbler. You guys know Rumblers, you're aware you're among, you're, you're fucking, you have a legend among you from the meme community, right? Like you literally are the only, you guys got Dre fans are hanging out over there? 
Dude, you guys, you better say hello to that guy. He's a fucking legend. Legend. Old school Dilly 300, too. When I started playing memes, he was one of the very first people who I uh, used their stuff, and he sent me a really cool Dre Fanzer shirt, and I wore it a few times on the show. And uh, that was back in 2019. Dre Fanzer, one of the very first Dilly meme team members, and he's still here holding down. But now he's, like, super famous, and Elon Musk knows who he is. He's like, oh, yeah, that's Dre Fanzer. He's amazing. Yeah, that's great. There you go. Rumble, enjoy that. You got a legend among you. D-Live, how are you guys doing? Don't you start a hashtag free Ralph or I'll fucking ban you too. Yeah, don't worry. Hey, mods, go ahead and take care. <laughs> I'll give you five minutes to stop that shit or I'm banning everybody who posts it. I already hate D-Live. Don't forget that. Like, never forget that I've been looking for a reason to get rid of D-Live for fucking, like, two years. I hate that platform. People are like, oh, this will be fun. Oh, what the fuck? A bend? Really? That's the guy you're going to stump for with the hashtag? Uh, love the DLive community. Hate the platform. I'd love to force you guys over to Rumble. Make you fucking act like adults. Yeah, I'll make you act like adults. It's fine. Anywho. Anywho. All right, you guys. Well, it's a fucking Friday, huh? You guys doing well? Everybody good? I hope so. I'm doing great. Some interesting news stories. We're, we'll get into the, uh, we'll do Dilly in the Wild in a second, but there's some shit out here that's really disturbing these days. You know, I don't know. I don't know what the hell is wrong with people. I don't know what the hell is wrong with people. Some of these stories these days are really uncomfortable. I, I look around and I just think, what in the, what in tarnations am I looking at, right? And uh, I was talking shit a little bit and we got, we got to do some DeSantis stuff at some point today because that's going to be awkward. Uh, the photos coming out, but man, there's something going on here. There's something happening here. <laughs> That's okay. I could have kept going, but I'm not going to do it. Um, but I, what the fuck, man? Really? Woman 19 filmed herself having sex with a dog. What? What? But why? Do, like what? No, don't do that. What the hell is wrong with you? There's people. You could meet a person like a normal. Human, what the fuck is going on here? Why are you doing this, ma'am? Ma'am, stop it. Stop it right now. There's no reason for this behavior. There's absolutely no reason for this disgusting degeneracy. There's plenty of people who would probably enjoy your company. You didn't need to go and do this. This is not how people do it. It's a bad thing. It's a very bad thing. And uh, dogs can't consent, ma'am. It's fucking gross, man. Don't do that. Stop it. I don't know what's going on with this country anymore. Fucked is that? Really? 19 years old. She looks 35. Well, that's because when you fuck a dog, you age in dog years. <laughs> so, Hog Man, you're probably right. She's, she's begging that dog for a few years. Just, so, she started aging in dog years. That's what happens. <laughs> okay, stop it. Stop it. This show's not about this. This is a family show. This is a children's show. It's enough, all right? This is not what we're. I just don't know what's wrong with people, man. I swear to God, every every time I turn around, there's some new story that I'm like, like is, is humanity just completely lost and sad, lonely? Do you know how fucking lonely you gotta be to do that? I mean, you gotta, you got a friend, you know, somebody to hang out with, can't introduce you to a nice you know, young man or woman, something, your species anyway. That's terrible, man. That's yeah, just terrible. 
I don't know. It seems like humanity is all fucked up. I think COVID had a much larger effect, much more profound effect on people than than a lot of, I think, human beings realize. I, it really made them weird. You know, I'm thinking about doing something I haven't ever done before. I'm, I'm looking into it. I'm only I'm in the preliminary research stages, but I was thinking about trying to like find a, a summer camp for the boys to go to, right? Like an old school, because like on the West Coast, dude, they don't really have summer camps. It's not a thing, okay? And uh, but on the on the set in the South, dude, you can find like real camps that have like you know where you get to do like archery and you can do uh, you know canoeing and fishing and like actual activities for like a week or something. So I'm like looking into it because I'm like, man, I just want the kids, you know, because they're still young men, you know, 11 years old. I want them to have a chance to go do young men stuff, right? Like go do some fun where where you're you get to interact with your peers and there's nobody on their phones and everybody's just like present, you know, everyone's present. Yeah, the ones I would never send my kids to one in California for obvious reasons. So, like, I know they've got some on the West Coast, but it's all horse shit. I want real Southern. Like, I want that fucking Jason Voorhees level summer camp. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I want. I want summer camp, Jason Voorhees kind of situation where I can tell the boys, hey, if you see him fucking drowning, you save him. Because if his mom comes back... It's going to be bad for all of us, okay? You got to let them know. Like, hey, no, you get in there. You fucking save that demonic little fucker because you will not be on that list. And you're not going to get me on the fucking list. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to – I'm going to make the kids know in advance. Like, they need to know in advance. I'm not going to end up in a horror movie because these little fuckers didn't want to be brave. You know what I mean? It's like courage is contagious. You got to get in there. You got to get in there. You save that fucking demonic child. You don't let him drown. His mom comes back, starts slashing everybody up. Me and Rihanna end up fucking dead because my kids decided to sit on the shore and fucking film for YouTube or for TikTok. No, no, not going to happen. It ain't going to happen. That's not me. No, you get in there. They can fucking, that kid comes back. His mom comes back and murders everybody but us. Okay. They'll be like, skip that house. Those kids tried. All right. You got to keep your head on a swivel. Anyway, that's what I was thinking. I've like tried to weigh this out because I want him to go to camp, but I also don't want to end up in a slasher flick on accident. You know what I mean? Like that's part of where I'm at with this. I'm like, I want to send them to give them an, an, a, a memory, right? Like that's a fucking memory. And I don't want to send them to like one of them all boys shits. You know what I'm saying? Cause they're getting to that age where they kind of are like, they're 11, almost 12. Their little voices are starting to change. I want them to go to a co-ed camp. Cause then what you do is you start sending them every year and maybe there's some cuties that they're like, Oh, I like her. Like this year it's like, I like her next year. It's like, Oh, she's really pretty. Right. And then they can like have some of those memories, man. I'm just trying to go old school. You can't go old school anywhere except for summer camp. But again, my big thing on summer camp is I don't want to end up in a fucking horror film. You know, that's just my thing. I'm like, dude, I'm going to send them. And then who knows what happens? I'm that dad. I'm like calling because one of them's like, dad, it's going bad up here. Me and Rihanna in the car. We got our guns. We're fucking just tearing it up the road. I got to go save a bunch of kids at camp fucking mini Tonka or whatever they call it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to do that where I have to go and, like, take out some serial killer and fucking camp counselor. You know what I mean? So, anyway, that's that's mostly where I'm at. It's like I'm, I'm stuck in between. Like, I want to do the right thing for the kids, but anyway, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. You guys, you feel me, right? Yeah, I want them to go and fucking have fun, paint their faces, run around like maniacs, you know? 
learn to sh- like use the little fucking bow and arrows and shit. And I don't know. I think it's a good idea. <laughs> Where else do you give them an experience? You know what I mean? I'm just trying to. F- I, all of you would probably can feel me, right? You like want to slow down long enough to give your kids some experiences from your own. I'm not sending them to fucking Wyoming. I live in Georgia. Jesus Christ. I gotta li- it's, it's expensive as shit. I'm, I'm, I'm taking them somewhere I can drive. I kind of am looking at some camps like in the mountains in North Carolina. And uh, there's some Smoky Mountains camps up there. Kind of cool. Yeah, there's kind of cool. Now, my kids are too old for the pedos. My, my kids would literally stab somebody to death. I'm not worried about that. If they're like five or six, maybe. Dude, my 11-year-olds would fuck somebody's shit up. Like, Phoenix already has got how many medals from jujitsu? He'd fucking put some camp counselor to sleep. So I'm not worried about that. So I don't know, dude. You know, you're just trying to... So I'm just trying to do something. Yeah, I'm not going all the way to Pennsylvania either. Because Pennsylvania is known for the kid touching. I'm not going up there. No, no, no. No. No, we're staying local. It's going to be either Georgia, North Carolina, Tennessee, South Carolina, somewhere in there. Somewhere I can drive, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to do some shit where I got to ship them off and spend fucking $600 on airlines too. Yeah, so we're not doing that. Yeah, and I'm not worried about them trying to touch my kids. Oh, my kids will fuck somebody up. I train them well. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. The swim club? What? No. You're talking about Corn Pop? He was a bad dude. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you just drop them off. We should do it more old school. You know, just drop them off and be like, hey, you enjoy your summer. Give them a knapsack. You know, that's what we have. We don't have enough of these days. This, co- this country is going to hell in a handbasket because not enough knapsacks are being utilized. When was the last time you saw a fucking teenager with a knapsack? Huh? Yeah, you miss those days. Now everybody's got these fancy fucking backpacks. We need to get back to knapsacks. Knapsacks and thumbing it. You know what I'm saying? Fucking knapsacks and thumbing it. You go figure something out. You go have fun. We'll see you at the end of the summer. I don't know. Just saying. Yeah, nobody has a knapsack anymore. Fuck. Everything I need is right here. It's like, dude, no, you need underwear. Oh, oh, I got this. Great. Now everyone's sending me the recommendations. You know what's weird, too, is I saw the different pricing difference on these fucking camps. And it's funny because they range from like six hundred a week to like four thousand dollars. Can you imagine spending four thousand dollars to fucking send your kid to go eat like fucking eighty-seven cent s'mores? Four thousand dollars? Are you shitting me? The fuck are you gonna give him for four? Like, what are they gonna get for four thousand dollars a piece? Like, what is my kid gonna get for four four fucking grand? Are you kidding me? I'm like, this place is extra special. It's like, you're extra fucking retarded. I don't know. Anyway, something I'm debating. I'm kicking around the idea. I'm doing my uh, research. Four grand. I'm not fucking doing that. No one uses the word hobos anymore? Yeah, that is unfortunate. Hobo is predominantly associated with trains. And I think that's why. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. That's what I'm working on. That's what I'm working on the last 24 hours. <laughs> Trying to find a camp. I'm like, you're going to camp. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if I can pull it off. Too fucking expensive. I'm not spending money like that. I'm not that. I'm not Trump. I'm not eating like that, bro. Like, your little ass could go someplace for a few hundred bucks. Rihanna's getting camp recommendations in her DMs as we speak. Great. Great. 
That's cool. I found a bunch of them, but I don't know. Well, I got to sort this thing out. Dude, this is some straight bullshit. Wannabe shooter owned communist manifesto and called Trump a con man. Dude, I'm getting pretty fucking tired of seeing boys that couldn't develop into men decide to just kind of roll with their bitch tits. Be like, nah, I'm a girl. That's why I have big ass titties. So no, it's because you're a fat little fucker and your mom probably gave you hormone shit and screwed you all up. You had no masculine fucking energy in your life. Just a bunch of cunts leading you around telling you to be nice to everybody. Be nice. Don't be rude. Where's your man at? Did you get no, that was rude. Why are you being so aggressive? Telling little boys to stop being aggressive? No, that's not a gun. That is not a gun. You don't play that way. Uh-huh. These fucking kids are all fucked up. No masculinity. You know what the problem is? You got a whole fucking generation of young men that never got punched in their fucking chest. My boys know what I'm talking about. Remember you're growing up? You're a little too mouthy. Your fucking uh, hormones were coming in. You'd be talking shit, and you're around, like, older boys or, like, men. And moms will be like, stop it. Don't back talk. What did men's, what do men do? What do men do? You remember getting punched in your fucking chest for saying the wrong thing in the wrong group of boys? Got your shit knocked the fuck out. Knocked the wind right out of you. Like, hey, bro. Why don't you say some shit one more time? 12 years old, fucking gasping on the ground. Because you just made some smart ass fucking comment to a 16 year old that wrecked your shit. You remember having your ass kicked by older boys? Fuck, dude. Now these little motherfuckers. Don't be aggressive. Don't be mean. Don't be like that. Don't do that. You did that. Fuck. It was simple, too. They think it's like, you don't have to, you're not beating your children. I'm just telling you, there's this, you just get checked. I remember, you ever get chin checked by a fucking older boy? Someone who you shouldn't be shit talking? Just got, it's not like a full blown punch. It's like a fucking whap. And you're just like, oh shit, I just got hit in the jaw. And usually it's when you're not paying attention. You're back talking, say some shit you're not supposed to say, catch a hot one right in the chin. Bink. Like, oh shit, ow, what the fuck? You're like, hey, maybe you should watch your mouth, motherfucker. You're gonna get punched. <laughs> Dude, now this is what we got. We got boys that weren't allowed to be boys who don't know how to become men. Instead, they start taking hormones. Now they're a fucking science experiment. Rage. All, see, what, the, what this fucking planet doesn't realize, you're not God. You're not going to change an entire fucking species gender through bullshit hormones. What do these fucking trannies have in common? They're aggressive. They're fucked up. Boys and men are aggressive. It's not a bad thing. You need to channel it, though. You channel it into a purpose. You have motherfucking skyscrapers because some guy wanted to fucking wreck someone's shit but didn't and channeled it. The only reason you have skyscrapers is because men were like, I want to fuck somebody up, but I know it's not the right thing to do. I got to focus this energy. You fly because men were like, man, fuck this shit. I can't handle another covered wagon ride with this bitch for the next six months. I got to get there fucking way sooner than this and fucking was like, you know what? I'll take my chances crashing. And the Wright brothers went out and created planes. It's so fucking funny to me that we spent all of mankind, like your entire human existence, men leading the motherfucking way, and in the last 10 years, tried to wipe men out. Can you fucking imagine? This species only exists because some fucking caveman motherfucker was willing to defend his offspring and wife from a goddamn dinosaur. 
Not literally. You understand? Like, and it's like, oh, we don't need those. Really? Really? Look how you're fucking doing. Fucking up the species. Kills me. The more they tell me to not be a man, the bigger the fucking chauvinist I become. I'm not even apologetic for it anymore. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, hey, you gonna, do you ever do this? No, I don't. Why? Because I don't do that. What's that? Laundry? I don't fucking do laundry. I don't have to tell you. When I was single, I did laundry. I'm not single. I don't do laundry. I'm not going to apologize for it. Sorry. I'm trying to save the country. Like, <laughs> I don't do it. I don't, there's a whole bunch of shit that I'm like, nah, I don't do that. Why? Because I don't want to. I'm a fucking man. I, I can't even help it. They've turned me into something that I didn't even think I could be, which is probably a much more old school version of myself, and I couldn't be happier about it. I just couldn't be happier about it. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just look and I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, can you imagine being a metrosexual shoving Bud Lights up your ass before you go out for the night? Hey, dude, you, you guys ready to rage tonight? Yeah, it's going to be so much fun, bro. Great. Let me just put my beer in and we'll go. Uh, uh, oh, 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 God, I got that. Oh, that's a lager. <laughs> just head on out with your fucking Bud Light ultra up your asshole or is that a mick ultra whatever don't matter you can shove all the bottles up your ass get your bud light up there get your eyebrows done huh go get your fucking eyebrows done waxed up looking good do your chest hair at the same time get out there hey maybe you're going home with a woman maybe you're going home with a man maybe you don't know maybe it's a surprise maybe it's like a cracker jack box you're not going to know until he puts his dick in your ass you're like oh God, I got another dude. Jesus, I should have known. I thought that was a funny looking neck. Man, I'm just telling you, dude. I just, the more, this is probably why I've become such an aggressive, defiant motherfucker about one, supporting President Trump, and two, fighting tooth and nail for every, like, I don't fight for big stuff anymore. I mean, I do, but I fight for every inch now. Like five years ago, we were like, okay, let's get border wall done, economy. We'll get some of these things done. Let's focus on those. And it was fine. I'm fine for every inch now. I'm like, nah, fuck you. All right, Dilly, don't say the uh, this because it sounds chauvinist. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck her. Fuck them. Fuck that. Hey, man, if you could just clean it up a little, you probably could be more mainstream and be involved with more prominent. Yeah, shut the fuck up. I'm cool. I'm good. I don't, I'm, I'm more defiant than I've probably ever been. And it's because the more I watch humanity go off that cliff of cuntiness, you know what I'm saying? Just, I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm cool. I really like who I am. I think I'm going to keep lifting weights, keep fucking uh, smashing the bottom out of my wife, you know, keep talking shit, eating meat, uh, making jokes I'm not supposed to make, shit posting up a storm, dunking on weaker men. Fuck them. I don't care. You don't want to get made fun of, be stronger. Be fucking less of an easy target. That's how I feel. I'm just like, ah, I'm cool. Doesn't it ever drive you guys, though, men? Doesn't it make you want to make more fucking money, be more powerful? You guys ever feel like that? I feel like that every fucking day. I'm like, dude, don't ever give me the keys to this goddamn car. We'll be invading. I'm not joking. I've made this. I've said this before, and I was like, ha, ha, ha. Now I'm like, don't do it. Don't ever make me your fucking leader. You make me your leader, and I absolutely have eyes on fucking Mexico and Canada. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I've had about enough of your bullshit. I know how I can make Canada and fucking Mexico great again by turning them into uh, North North fucking, uh, you know, Minnesota or something. I'm like, I'll just take Canada. Sorry. 
Same thing with Mexico. I look at both of them like you should be conquered. Everybody's playing patty cake, bunch of pussies. It's the biggest pussy time in the fucking history right now. No invasions. Everybody cried. Think about what they did, dude. Russia invaded Ukraine, which is completely normal within the context of fucking history. And a bunch of fucking fags in the United States changed their 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 uh, photos to Ukraine flag. I'm writing this impression. God damn. Not a chance. I don't even give a shit that they invaded Ukraine. I'm like, okay, that sucks for you. Should have had a stronger nation. Am I the only fucking person that still looks at shit and goes, it's your, it's your responsibility to be strong enough to defend your fucking nation. And if you're not strong enough to defend your nation, then you must be smart enough to have align, alliances that are capable of protecting your nation. So that's why I look and I'm like, dude, why? Like, why should Mexico still exist? Shitty military, no law and order. Fuck them. Let's take it. Same thing with Canada. Fuck that dork up there, that fucking Justin Trudeau. It's crazy. I kind of hope this shit goes sideways so we can get back to a simpler time. Because I just look around and I'm like, this is, you got here by telling everybody we could sing Kumbaya and rub our fucking tummy sticks together. Like, you didn't get to this situation because people have been battling viciously for survival the last 20 years. You got to this situation because humanity became fucking soft as baby shit. You know what I'm saying? Soft is absolute baby shit. And that's what happened. You're like, oh, why are we like this? Why are things like this? Meanwhile, China is completely teaching their children the opposite. China's banning all that transgender shit. Masculinity, masculinity fucking is, is top of the food chain there. Yeah, they're importing all that androgynous bullshit to our country to soften up the future generations so they're easier to conquer. True story. I won't let it happen. I'm young. I'm young. I'm like, I'm 40. I'll fuck your shit up for the next four decades. Just saying. Anyway, yeah, I'm becoming more defiant. I see shit like this and it just is infuriating. I'm not going to play the video because it was actually legit disturbing. You had a fucking Emmett. Like, everybody involved in this should be ashamed of themselves. Nobody, I want you to know this only happens because a collective group of people didn't have the courage to do the right thing. Transgender MMA fighter Fallon Fox beats an opponent in 39 seconds, fracturing her skull. Before we called this violence against women, but now it is being celebrated as trans rights. Patriarchy wins again. That's right. So that's the referee on the right-hand side checking this woman after her skull was fractured when a man entered the octagon and fucking hammered her with a knee to the forehead. There's nobody in that venue who's innocent. Every pussy that sat ringside and cheered or booed is, is culpable in this. You should have walked the fuck out of the arena before the fight. The, this fucking referee should have flat out said, I will not, I will not participate in this freak show. This isn't even a question of, is this what's going to, we already know how this works. We already know this is basic physics. Okay. Women are never going to be equal to men in a physical confrontation, ever. You have, in order to equalize that circumstance, you better enter weapons. Okay, fine. She's trained in the fuck with knives or guns or swords or something. But if you're just going to go pound for pound, this situation will always end with a woman getting her skull fractured in 38 fucking seconds. What a joke.
What a joke. Just the fact that I just find it repugnant that nobody, nobody had the integrity to walk out of that arena. Nobody, the referee didn't have the integrity to go, I'm not going to be a part of this, bro. It's absurd. It's absolutely absurd, and it's gross, and it's sad. It's very sad. You don't want to see that. That's that's not a good thing. That's a very bad thing, as a matter of fact. The freak show continues. I want to take you guys back to, oh my God, it wasn't even that long ago, 2018 maybe? 2018, I believe. Forgive me if I've got the years wrong. A guy by the name of James Gunn, who was at the time one of the hottest directors in Hollywood, directed Guardians of the Galaxy and other films, was outed on Twitter for having an insane amount of tweets that involved pedophilia and uh, essentially his commentary on sleeping with kids, uh, having sex with kids, jokes about pretty much anything involving pedophilia. And for about five minutes, James Gunn was removed from projects so everybody could just calm down. Dude is like one of the biggest pederists in Hollywood, and now it's not even a hidden secret. It's an open conversation. So for five minutes, they're like, James, we need you to go hide in your mansion, and then we'll come back and let us know how it goes. And then today, James Gunn, Marvel DC crossover can happen now that I am in charge. This fucking guy's back in charge. If you saw the tweets from this fucking guy, the things he was advocating for against children, the things he was adamant about involving children, the things he was like, oh, I'm going to go do XYZ with kids. Yeah, they. he was only suspended for like 10 minutes and then they rehired him quietly. And now we are four and a half years removed from that scandal and he's in charge of one of the biggest projects in history, you know, film history. It's amazing. Total, total collapse of all things that should be. That used to be you'd do something like that and you were done. You were, that was the end of your career. You're disgusting and humanity's not going to tolerate it. Now, there you go. March them back out there. No big deal. Speaking of Hollywood. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Now, this, this is an uh, interesting situation. You'll recognize this man from his work in uh, the films John Wick. That's right. John Wick star Lance Reddick's cause of death revealed wife disputes the results. Uh-oh. So they said that he had uh, a heart situation and some other health issues. Let's talk about it. However, Reddick's representatives have refuted the publicized cause of death on behalf of the wife's actor, Stephanie Reddick, telling the Post that no medical examination of Lance during his lifetime ever indicated such conditions. I, I can't even imagine what this must have been. I don't really know. Lance was the most physically fit person I've ever known. His spokesman. He exercised daily at his home, and the availability of gym facilities was a contractual requirement for his work away from home. He ate as if a dietitian was monitoring his every meal. Huh. That's so weird. The information appearing on the death certificate is wholly inconsistent with his lifestyle. His representative continued. On behalf of Stephanie Reddick, 
The death certificate information is not corroborated and is inconsistent with the facts known to the family. I mean, what could have been, you guys? He died from a heart situation that was, according to the coroner's office, due to his lifestyle. Uh Uh-huh. Is that right? I think I might know what it was. And I don't think it's what you're saying it is. And I think the family is right to be disputing this. Especially how infuriating if your loved one was... You knew that your loved one was passionate about his health and fitness. So much so that his diet and everything was monitored and exercised every single day like a maniac. been the sads i think you might have had some sads little sudden adult death syndrome i don't know what that could have been should have just sat it out people you run too much you gotta slow the fuck down let me let me help you guys with something okay let me teach you something extremely extremely important okay this is very important we're gonna i'm gonna talk about it right Okay, listen to me. Listen very carefully. Slow the fuck down. Okay? Slow the fuck down. Most of you don't know how to fucking read the tea leaves. You don't know how to listen to the wind. God will guide you. You angst over timing. You angst over everything. And then you make poor decisions because you feel this pressure to make a choice right now. I gotta do it now. No, you don't. Slow the fuck down. That guy... That guy died because he took the fucking jab. Guaranteed. He got jabbed. He got jabbed again. He probably got fucking boosted and it killed him. Why? He probably wanted to work. Why well, want to work? Can't not work. Bitch, you're a mega successful Hollywood actor. Take two years off. Hey, I'm not working the next two years. Okay, well, if you want me to work, I'm not getting uh, vaccinated. Okay, well, then sue me. Fuck you. These are my terms. You can, you can lift the vax mandates. Or, or, I'm not working. It's simple. All you had to do was take time. People, so all these people so pressured. Well, I wanted to work. My family wanted. My dad wanted. My mom wanted. Why? Just go slow. Go, hey, I'm going to wait a little while. What do you mean? I'm not saying I'm not going to get vaxxed. I'm saying I want to wait. I want to see how it kind of plays out a little bit first. But it's the same thing in life. Like most people do this with so many other things. They do it with business. Business especially. Start shitting their pants. Oh, got to make a decision. Got to make a move. Why? Well, because because this this is uh, slow down. Slow down. God will guide you. You got to learn how to stop and listen. Am I making am I making a dumb decision? Is this a poor decision? It takes time and it takes faith. It takes active everyday faith. 
Faith, I swear, faith is exactly like a muscle. You got to work it out. You got to train it. And the more you train it and the more you uh, utilize it and recognize it, the more you can walk in it and you understand it. You start, it's like speaking a different language, man. What do I do? What do I do? Wait, what do you mean? Just fucking be cool, man. Take a deep breath. It's fine. There is no poor timing in God's world. You don't need to rush. Slow the fuck down. Savor this shit. You only get to save the world once. You get to do this one time. And you either save it or we don't. But you only get to do it once. So savor the shit out of it. Savor your friendships. Savor the work you're doing. Savor the, the, the skill that it takes. Savor the fight. But slow down. So many people. Why? Oh my God. You rush into decisions and then it's wrong decision after wrong decision. You, you go when God tells you to go. So, and this is one of the things that like I do in my life. Like Rihanna will speak to this. Me, me and my wife, I've, I've been able to fortunately like share this with her throughout the years. And she always says thank you to me for it. You know, like for years she wanted to move out of Arizona. And I kept telling her, we're going to do it. And she'd get all frustrated. We're going to do it. No, no, no. Then last spring, she wanted to move out of Arizona. I said, look, when God wants us to move, we'll move. I said, when God wants us to move, we'll move. And that's exactly how it happened. It was slow, 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 slow. God gave me a green light. I went, huh? God gave me a second green light. I went, oh. God gave me a third green light. Boom. 31 days later, gone. From literally to go from we're not moving for a few years to 31 days later, four and a half weeks later, and we're pulling up in front of our house in Georgia. That is because I, I go slow until the Lord gives me my definitive markers, and then I move as fast as fast can be. And I do this with everything, and Rihanna has witnessed it. The meme team, I think, has started to witness it too. A lot of people for years, oh, Trump should have you at Mar-a-Lago. This is wrong. It's wrong. I'm tired. How many in the Dilly 300? Dilly, it's wrong. You should be there. You've earned it. You deserve it. You'd earned it. You deserve it. I ignore all that shit. I appreciate it. I understand the sentiment, but I haven't earned nor deserve fuck all because when I, when I have earned and deserved it, I'll have it until then I have done neither. And I kept telling people, they go, oh, you should be there. No, 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 relax. It's not my time. It's not my fucking time. I'm fine. I'm not scared. I'm not worried. And I don't need pats on the fucking head. I pat my own fucking head. Now, what happened? We went from six years of everybody telling me, you deserve to be there. And me being like, shut up. I'm good. I'll be there when I'm supposed to. Six years, can't get fucking acknowledged. And all of a sudden, in four months, I've been to Mar-a-Lago twice now. That's how it goes, though. That's how the Lord always works. It wasn't my time. I understood that. I'm fine with it. You just walk slow. It's not my time. You should be more famous. It's not my time. You should have more money. It's not my time. You should be getting acknowledged by the White House. A lot of these ideas are not my time. I'm not worried about it. It's ain't about fucking ego. I'm cool. I stay in my lane, head down. I create, I craft. This is what I do. This is my art form. I come on here. I try to teach. I try to make people laugh. I try to reinvigorate them. I try to wake them up inside. I try to logically explain to them that we can save this country. Try to do all those things. But the one thing I never fucking worry about is if somebody's like, hey, did you see what I did? Do you like me? I don't worry about that shit. I don't care. The truth is I already know I'm the fucking man. I already know I am. I'm the smartest fucking person in almost every room I enter, and it only takes about five minutes to figure it out. And that's not me being arrogant. As a matter of fact, I usually am fucking thrilled when I walk in and I'm like, holy shit, 
somebody I should be quiet for. I'm thrilled. I get really quiet. I'm like, Shh, I want to listen. But the truth is, majority of the time, that's not what fucking happens. And everybody knows it. And anybody who's ever been in a fucking group setting with me knows it. It just happens that way. And it goes, Bleh. but I don't worry about these things. I don't worry about it. And neither should you. It's not your time. It's not your time. It's not your time. It's your time. Pull the trigger. Wife is one of my, my barometers, right? When I got the Mar-a-Lago invite, I checked with the wife. Wife, I should spend the money to go to this. Yes. I check with my family. Should I do this? I run it past the team. Y'all, I just got an invite. I'm thinking I'm going to go. Yes, 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 yes. Good. Green markers. Go. Pull the trigger. Execute. But that's how it works. It will be slow until it's not slow. And then it'll be so fucking fast. You'll go. I really should have enjoyed things when they were slow. There is a rhythm to life. Most humans can never step into the rhythm. You fucking live the way you dance like goofy white people. There is a rhythm to all of it. You have to start to listen and know what the rhythm is. And if you can master that rhythm, it life becomes easy because you're not stressed over what you're supposed to be doing. You're always where you're at. You're always are where you're supposed to be at. It's very it's like dancing, man. You got to know, you got to feel that shit. When it starts slowing down, it's okay to slow down with it. When it starts speeding back up, you move with it. But most human beings don't. And uh, start making fucking terrible decisions. Because you're scared. You're afraid you're going to miss an opportunity. You're afraid of making a mistake. You're afraid of missing your chance. I don't want to miss my chance. You're not going to miss anything. You're the shit. You're the fucking bomb. You're a smart person. You're a patriotic, God-fearing American. You're not going to miss anything. Have some fucking self-esteem. Have some courage. Have some confidence. You're fine. You're absolutely fine. You don't need to save the country today. Today is not the day you save the country. You save a little bit of the country today. A little bit. Every single day. But today is not, it's not the one big swoop. Okay? He's got to learn to roll with that shit. All right. That's it. That's, that's all of your Professor Dilly. Rallies to attend. We're here to save America. Our patriotism never ends. Yes, they really are this stupid. Thinking we'll walk away. They sparked a mad revolution. Stronger every day Promoting their replacements A mega wannabe Globalists and run a fun day Hoping that we can see And they actually say They believe the end is near 
So they salt us and they slander us Because they live in fear of an America California collaboration that just broke 1.1 million views already on on Twitter alone. You should be very proud of yourself, bro. You should be very proud of yourself. Yeah. He's fucking Mike's out here out playing fucking uh, Grammy Award winners in 2023. <laughs> well done, dude. Everybody loves that. All right. Let's get into some shit. Let's get into some shit. You guys want to get into right now. This was kind of funny. Here's a story for you. Little uh, Jeff Bezos update from Amazon. What a fucking clown this guy is. This fucking guy. So these people, man, I swear to God, we have like shitty rich people. You know, sometimes you have like awesome rich people like like Trump or even Elon Musk. Like, like at least they're interesting. Sometimes you get shitty ones. Bezos, what are you doing, bro? Construction halted on Jeff Bezos mega mansion as his net worth dropped 57 billion. <laughs> I just think that's funny. <laughs> like all of a sudden 57 billy goes out the door and you're like, "Stop working on the fucking house." <laughs> what? Like, dude, what? Like, how leveraged are you? Like, that is the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. Like, okay, what's weird is what they, when they tell you someone's net worth or their value, but they don't have the liquidity to finish a $50 million house. Do you understand how weird that is? Do you, I'm like, do you really understand that most of what they tell you about the world is bullshit? I'm sorry. Look, I'm not a fucking CPA. I'm not an expert on all things financed, but if you're worth like Bezos still, even after dropping 57 billion in worth, if you're worth $60 billion, but you don't have the 50 million in liquidity to finish your house, something's wrong. Maybe, maybe you're not as rich as you're pretending to be. Do you guys understand? Like you should have been like 50 million when you're worth 137 billion is like finding $5 in your couch. Okay, like, are you guys seeing this yet? This is bullshit. You have a bunch of fucking like paper billionaires that are not like actually as rich as you think. Now, I'm not saying Bezos isn't rich. I'm saying if you're worth 50 billion or 100 billion dollars, I don't care how much of your wealth you drop. You shouldn't have to all of a sudden pull construction crews off of your home. That's fucking weird. Don't trust anything. Most of these people aren't even as rich as they want to pretend to be. Can you imagine? He's like, stop building the house. Like, what? What do you mean, dude? Like, top five richest guys in the world. I'm telling you, I don't don't trust anything I see anymore. You know what I mean? I just think, I think a lot of what we see is such bullshit. I think a lot of these people are so fucking leveraged. So leveraged. Like, the actual output of cash is so, so much less than what they want to say. Dude shit his pants because he dropped 57 billy. Dude, you're, you're the Amazon guy. 
that house, even if you fucking built that house in gold leaf throughout, it's maybe a $200 million house. You could, you didn't have 200 million liquidity. Really? Really? Okay. Maybe you're not as rich as you pretend to be. Maybe, maybe fucking net worth, the way they calculated is horse shit. I don't know. I'm just a guy. I'm just a guy. But it feels like it might be bullshit. Because everything kind of is. All right. This was uh, pretty funny. This happened yesterday. I guess it was a big deal. So you may or may not know, but a bunch of fucking chicks with dicks stormed the capital of Tennessee. Right? A bunch of fucking tranny activists violently uh, stormed the capital. It was a full-blown insurrection or transurrection. I don't know. They call it, There's a bunch of names. Anyway, it was led by one of their fucking state representatives, this cocksucker with the fucking blowhorn. And so the Republicans uh, tossed him out of the House. So I don't think he has a job anymore. I think they removed him completely. So the seat has now been vacated. And then they, I think they censured the other two retards. But it's pretty much, uh, he's lucky that's all that happened. They, they, they took him out. Biden, of course, said some shit. He didn't actually say it. They just like put out a press statement because he's too old to actually say things. Fuck. Everything is chicks with dicks all the time. It's so exhausting. It's so exhausting. Oh, my God. I got to get into some pictures. We got to get into some pictures here in a minute. All right. That before that though, before I get into these pictures, which are going to be really fun, uh, President Trump, he's uh, this, he's catching uh, headlines this morning for blasting Joe Biden um, and called Joe Biden a moron after the White House blamed him for Afghanistan. So the White House is trying to blame Trump for Biden's botched Afghanistan pullout. And Donnie J wasn't having it. He's like, you're what? Like, how, what? How could I be the guy? You didn't even follow our plan. You did your own bullshit. Uh, this was his exact statement. These morons in the White House who are systematically destroying our country, headed up by the biggest moron of them all, hopeless Joe Biden, have a new disinformation game they are playing. Blame Trump for their grossly incompetent surrender in Afghanistan. I watched this disaster unfold just like everyone else. I saw them take out the military first, give $85 billion of military equipment, allow killing of our soldiers, and leave Americans behind. Biden is responsible. No one else. Donnie J. Dropping the hammer, rightfully so. These people are fucking morons. And President Trump ain't having it. He's like, it ain't fucking happening, all right? It ain't happening. You morons are not going to get me. You can try like hell. You're not going to get me. No matter what. Bragg's idiotic, small-minded prosecution. This will likely all backfire. In fact, it already is backfiring. Americans are very smart people, and they see what's going on. This is a persecution disguised as a prosecution. I would dismiss it on its face because it fails to state a crime. The only crime that I have committed is to fearlessly defend our nation from those who seek to destroy it. And now these radical left lunatics want to interfere with our elections by using law enforcement. We can't let that happen. With all of this being said, and with a very dark cloud over our beloved country, I have no doubt, nevertheless, that we will 
Make America great again. There you go. Donnie J's team hammering them home. By the way, uh, shout out to President Trump's uh, media team. You need to have an ending uh, slide there. It should never just go black. That that should end on a Trump 2024 frame. I'm just trying to help you. This production stuff. But that should never just go black. No. Never. Final frame should always be Trump 2024. Always. Hey, you guys know something kind of crazy? Me and Trev were talking about this. So we're having a conversation with campaign. Oh, what can I say? That's right. And you know, the campaign had to remind uh, both myself and Trev. They said, uh, hey, um, you know, this is going to go down in the uh, history books as the longest running presidential campaign in history. Do you guys know that? You guys aware of that? You guys, you guys aware of this? Longest running presidential campaign in history is the Trump 2024 campaign. True story. So everybody, like all of us are angsting. Let's get started. Let's get going. Come on, let's go. Let's go. You're forgetting. This is the long. So we have to pace ourselves. We have to pace ourselves. Like everyone forgets, dude. We got the longest running campaign in history. Okay. He declared two years in advance. It's never happened before. So pace yourselves. That's what I was trying to tell you. Don't try to run when it's not time to run. Fucking walk. Be cool. It's going to be fine. We're establishing relationships. You're vetting. They're vetting like crazy this time, which I fucking sincerely appreciate. It's going well. It's going, everything's going to be fine. It's going very well. All right. So you know what? We got Randy questions. We'll put her on the spot. She'll appreciate it. Hi, love. Hi. So I would just like to confirm, because I don't want to be the one looking like an asshole. <laughs> are are the shirts all ready to go? Are we yeah. getting close? No, they're done. Everything's. So you guys sorted whatever the ready, confusion was. Complete. Good. So do you know what I'm going to ask you to do next? No. All right. Can you have the daughter uh, load them into the trunk of my car? Yeah. Just put them all in the boxes. With the packing slip that I need yeah, to take. No, it's already ready. Everything's ready to go. Yeah, yeah. Great. That's it. Do you know where my staple gun is? No. Why would I know where your staple gun is? Because I can't find it. I'll let you use my staple gun if you put it back. Okay. Where is it? It's in the, it's in the, uh, in my tool belt on, in the garage. It's on the, sh- it's on the counter. You'll see it. Sure? Same place. My tools always are sitting okay. right there. But yes, thank you. Let, yeah. Let Jasmine know to load them into the back of the, the car. Okay. As soon as this show's over, I'm sending it out. And don't break my door, please. God, that hurt. This is what I deal with right here. All right, guys, you're good. See? All your stuff is going down. Yeah. All the stuff is going down to the uh, shipping. Someone says, the me calling her the daughter is rude. Shut up, pussy. <laughs> How about that? How about you try that on for rude? Really? The da- Me saying, hey, I have the daughter. That's rude. Oh, that was not very nice. Fucking YouTube. Should have known. Brendan, your sound has got too little bass and medium tone. Thanks. I don't care. I don't, I don't care. You guys, all these years, you should know that I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't care. Can you tell what I'm saying? Can you tell what I'm saying? I don't care. I've been doing this for so long. The mic changes every fucking week. This is not, I'm not that guy. I I get it. I know there's podcasters that have incredible audio. I don't, I don't care. I've never given a fuck. Yeah. 
Never giving a fuck. I don't know what you're... Who is... Who are you? Hold on. Who the fuck are you on YouTube with the gay little comments? Hold on. All right. Yeah, that has to be a troll. Your comments are gay as fuck. Yeah, you're... I don't know who you are. I don't know if you've been here for a while or if you're just having yourself a day. But your comments today are fucking cheesy as fuck, even for by YouTube standards. I'm looking at you right now, YouTube. Keep your head on a fucking swivel. I don't know who that was or if he's a regular... Did you just, what, what happened? Were you early drinking on a Friday? That, those were some very Ralphish kind of comments. That was, that might have even been worse. Who the fuck was that? You guys see that? Bunch of little cheese dick, little fucking commentary. Weird. If that's Ralph, I'll never let him back. Ever. Wouldn't be the first super fan of mega fucking band forever. You guys have never seen that person before? Okay, that's probably what it is. It had to have been. It was, they, they were very kind of half-assed trolling. I know, got another month. I'll see you at 4th of July now, Ralph. All right, uh, <laughs> I'm not done. All right, so here's, here's the deal. We're going to get into some things. We're going to break some things down. Oh, wait, hold on. Before we move forward, I do want to point this out. Dude, Donnie J is looking svelte. You guys are going to be so happy when I show you this. Check this one out. He is dropping the body fat. Looks absolutely svelte. Check it out, you guys. Thank you very much. Come here. You go pound it out. Nah, nah. Get him, Donnie J. My wife. This is my wife. I'm Larry. I can't imagine he got somebody like you. <laughs> okay. How are you, Donnie? How are you? Thank you. So, uh, where are you? Uh, Mrs. Heller is one of the people that allowed me to start carving when I started starting carving on that carving place. We'll get some good pictures. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind being right in the middle of a round with the great well, John Smalls. It's great to see you. How are you? So how'd you play golf before we go anywhere? How'd you play? Uh, very good. I'm Any birdies? I'm in the middle of my two. I'm in the two. middle of my round, oh. which is okay because you know what? You are talented people. Come on. Donnie J stops in the middle of his round to go acknowledge this group. Looks absolutely dapper. How you like that? That's what happens when you're dropping weight the right way, okay? That's what happens when you're dropping weight the right way. President Trump working it off, okay? He's dieting. He's clearly cutting carbs. He's exercising vigorously. He's playing like, dude, I've heard he's playing up to two rounds a day. Listen, listen. I play 18 holes and I'm like, that was fun. I got to go home, shower. I'm all creaky. Dude, 36 fucking holes at 76 years old? Are you serious? I've heard he's played up to two rounds in a day. It's part of his regimen. He's like just crushing it right now. Bro, are you serious? That's my guy, dude. Losing weight. Doing it the right way. I'm highlighting the right way because I want to show you what happens when you do it the fucking wrong way. This rat bastard. Dude. Rob DeSantis went full Ozempic, and now his neck looks like Stormy Daniels' vagina. What in the fuck is Rob DeSantis doing? Holy shit. This is the cringiest photo ever. As one of you noted on Twitter, he's losing weight so fast that they can't even keep up with the collars on his shirts. Look at that fucking collar. He looks ridiculous. 
Are you kidding me? Look at his fucking collar. Rob, what is going on, bro? You look like a turtle. Oh, no, no. No, he's getting that Ozempic neck going on. Huh? Dude, this was yesterday. I grabbed this off of Twitter. And I was like, oh, my God. Crash dieting with Ozempic. The wife's telling him he looks handsome and young. Dude, no, you don't. You look like an old rat bastard. It's terrible. This is terrible. And no, this isn't a fucking clone. Jesus, don't be a retard. There's no clones for governors. This fucking limp dick dork literally is on that Ozempic diet. The pills that just shrink your ass. And if you lose weight too fast, it destroys your face. You lose the fat in your face. It ages you. Oh, he looks terrible. Oh, he looks absolutely terrible. Ozempic is the Hollywood diet drug that's essentially for people that are uh, pre-diabetic, but they started issuing it as a weight loss drug. But the problem is, if you ever get off of it, you literally, the rebound is dramatic. Like, you're like, oh, I lost 20 pounds, and then you put on 40. It destroy, it atrophies the bottle uh, body, so it gets rid of muscle. It's, uh, it's androgenic that way. So it gets rid of the, mu- it actually eats muscle, but also it eliminates fat in your face. Look at this guy. He looks fucking sickly with his stupid giant collars. Now I gotta show you the next picture because first of all, he looks absolutely malnourished. Then we gotta get to this photo. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) What? Dude. Dude, this is what uh, it looks like when you're not impressing anybody in a room. He's having a pizza party with some moms that clearly couldn't give less of a fuck about what he has to say. He looks like he's being reprimanded. This is this guy thinks he can be a president. Rounded forward shoulders, awkward fucking hunched over posture. Dude, this guy is scared to death of these moms. No pizza on his plate. He can't. His wife won't let him have the pizza right now. He's on Ozempic. Sorry, ladies. Really? This guy's going to win? You guys think this guy's the dude? This is ex- this is like one of the saddest things I've ever fucking seen. This is so sad. I knew it. I fucking knew this pussy was being marched out here by his wife and Christina Peshaw. I knew it. Everything I've heard from behind the scenes is that Rob DeSantis is actually a hyper-awkward, hyper-insecure individual. Like, not gregarious, does not have that temperament. People who have worked for him say he's incredibly awkward. He's unsure on pretty much everything. Oh, you guys want to give him the benefit of the doubt, right? You want to give him the benefit of the doubt? I see you over there. Some of you guys like to just be the smartest ones in the room. You're not, though. You fucking, you just like to do this thing. Well, maybe it's just a bad photo. Maybe maybe he was in motion. He was moving forward, and you just caught it at a bad moment. Uh-huh. Is that what it is? Is that what happened with Joe? Same thing, bad moment. Was this a bad moment, too? How many bad moments are you going to give him a mulligan on before you fucking accept that dude is not powerful? What's that? What did Alex find here? What did our friend Alex Bursowitz find? Is this a bad moment too? I've been on this earth 40 fucking years. My wrist has never done this. 40 years. I don't care how many different angles. If you filmed me my whole life, I've never had my wrist do that. That's never happened. There you go. Is that what... 
pinky out? Is that what happens when you're fucking mid-stroke there, bud? I've never had my hand do that. That's That has never happened while I was uh, fucking moving. Even as a toddler, I wouldn't let my hand do that. Even as a toddler, I'm like, ah, don't move your hand that way. You look like a fucking light in the loafers, robbing fucking little, little, uh, what's that guy's name? I, just, I was going to say a Disney character. I forgot his name. <laughs> I almost said Robin Hood, but not Robin Hood. I mean, who's the other guy? What's the guy I'm thinking of? Who's the other guy? He's like uh, light in the loafers. He was a uh, Robin, Robin, was his name Robin? What was the other guy's name? Peter Pan. Yeah, it was close. Was there somebody named Robin in the Peter Pan series? Or did I, did I just combine two Disney characters? My wrist has never done that. Even as a baby, I knew not to do that. Yeah, that's Peter Pan all day long. Was there a character named Robin in Peter Pan? Or did I just like mix all of my shitty Disney movies together at once? <laughs> I just mixed all of everybody wearing tights got mixed together into one fucking joke. Yeah, that's what I think it was. Either way, there you go. There's your, your super tough on uh, fucking, oh, I'm going to fight back, really. Shout out to the homie. Shout out to my fucking homie here, Alex Bersowitz, friend of the Dilly Show, especially friend of the meme team. He loves them. And he's an all-around great guy. But, yeah, the, he's the one who caught this. He was like, dude, what, what is going on here? He sent me that in a DM this morning. He's like, bro, look at this. I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? So, so then I says to him, I says to him, Trump, I'm going to take that nomination from you and there's nothing you can do about it. That's what I said to him, girls. Did you, you hear me? That's what I said to him. And I, I just put my hand out. I said, that's enough of that, Trump. And that's how I say it. I talk to him like that. That's what I do. And he tried to call me a meatball, but it's not funny now. I've lost 38 pounds in the last five days and I feel great. That's how I got this neck vagina. I got it because I lost, I got results, ladies. I get the results. My wife has got me on this thing. Oh, it's incredible. Yes, it's true. It gave me a neck vagina and my hand does this thing now. But you know what? I am so much healthier and smaller now, I think. Mm. So, who told him it was a good idea? Even from, listen. Dude. Fuck, who, who guides these campaigns? Do you know how stupid you fucking people are? How bad are these people? Listen to me. Okay. Can I give Meatball DeSantis some fucking advice, you guys? Think that's okay. Can I give Meatball DeSantis a little bit of advice? Just once. Robert Milky, you're a fucking puss. Get off my fucking show. Hey, you guys want to hear what Bob Milky over on YouTube had to say? We understand that, Billy. We're not Democrats. President Trump has my vote, and I'll promote him, but I'm not a savage. No reason to tear Rob apart. And you probably shouldn't have slid in my fucking comments, because we all are savages, you fucking pussy. There, here you go. Now you don't have to fucking participate. I just saved you. You don't ever have to watch this. We're not savages, dude. Hey, YouTube uh, fucking chat. Are you guys savages? Someone just said you guys are not savages. Do you guys want to go ahead and let Bob Milky uh, know that? What, are, am I wrong? Are you savages or not? Last thing I fucking checked, we are a bunch of savages around here. We, we like pride ourselves on this. <laughs> You're watching the wrong show, you fucking pussy. 
John, all we do is savage around here, Bob Milky. <laughs> Relax your ass. You get lost? <laughs> Sucked my dick. <laughs> you took the wrong <laughs> exit. <laughs> You're in the wrong neighborhood, Bob Milky. Relax your ass. You're in the wrong fucking neighborhood, pal. You are not in the right. This is not. This is not Tucker Carlson, Bob Milky. The TV talks back. And you say we're not savages. We 100% pride ourselves on that. My Savages? We're not savages. Savages is all we do. Yeah, maybe maybe next time, read the room a little, pal. Who's that? I think somebody's important's calling me. Was I just being called by somebody important? Possibly. I don't know who that was. How do I? I can wait. I can make people mod. Oh shit! I can make a moderator over there. Boom. Trevi's a moderator now on YouTube. Handle your thing. Do your thing, Trev. What's up? There you go. I didn't even know I could do that. I just did it for the first time. Trev just became the very first ever moderator on YouTube for me. Handle your biz, Trev. We're not savages, Dilly. Uh, what? I'm sorry. Where the fuck have you been the last six years? Savage is all we do, pal. We got one speed around here. Anyway, back to the, we, let's get back to talking about this guy's boyfriend. So... Governor DeSantis, Rob DeSantis is still, uh, yeah, it, this is not the mannerisms of a man who can lead. I'm not feeling confident about it. Here's a man who can lead. Even people that aren't big fans have said it. They said this is not the right thing to do. It's an insult to our country as the world is already laughing at us for so many other reasons like our open borders our incompetent withdrawal from Afghanistan, where we left behind American citizens, $85 billion worth of the best military equipment in the world, lost 13 magnificent young lives and far too many to mention that are so badly hurt with the loss of arms and legs and facial obliteration. The most embarrassing time in our country's history, in my opinion. And the president has stood. We're one of the most military and veteran-friendly states in the country. He has stood by our veterans, and he has stood by our military. There you go. Thanks, Meatball. Thank you, Meatball. Sat on that one for a week waiting to play it. There you go. The little fucking Meatball DeSantis. You guys like that, don't you? All right. Got a couple more stories, then we got some stuff we got to get to. So this is pretty funny. This is the kind of... Chicago, if you carjack somebody, police won't chase you. If you shoot somebody, you're probably not going to get arrested. But if you work for the Chicago PD Communications Department and uh, you hit the like button on a Travis Tritt viral trans boycott tweet, full-blown internal affairs investigation. I just want that to kind of marinate. I want to let this one just simmer simmer for you for a moment. Chicago police will not protect you from being raped or murdered 
Chicago police will not recover your vehicle if it's stolen. Chicago police cannot guarantee your business will not be burned to the fucking ground by BLM. But Chicago police will launch a full-blown internal affairs investigation if you hit like on a trans boycott tweet courtesy of Travis Tritt. That, that is all they will do is just full. You're going to get the whole long dick of the law from the police department of Chicago if you like a video that is boycotting uh, trans beers. It's madness. It's madness. And thankfully, in a world full of madness, we still have one creator who brings us a lot of sanity, and she is an incredible and extraordinary person, and uh, and she always provides us exactly what we need when we need it. That is my friend, Lauren Eve. Somebody 
There you go. Lauren Eve and my good friend Miguelifornia singing that thing absolutely killed it. It was beautiful. Thank you. It was a perfect, perfect final meme of the day because it's your time of the show now. It's your time of the show. And uh, that was an incredible. You should be proud of that one, both of you. That's very, very well done. I feel bad sometimes because I, I forget to say Miguelifornia, but the, the problem is he has a fucking 11, what, 1.1 million plays on one of his music videos now? Like, dude, I, people know it's you. You're the songbird of a generation. You know what I mean? Like, I forget the intro. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's Miguelifornia. But I'm like, dude, everybody knows it's Mike. As soon as he comes in, it's like, get lean out. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's Miguelifornia. You know what I mean? Fucking Zima and cigar in hand crooning. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I, they already know, but I will. I'll try to get back to making sure, right? I'll try to get back to making sure that the audience, maybe we have new people coming in that don't know it's him. You know what I mean? But like, Zima, fucking. Maybe. <laughs> I love it. Did I ever play what video, Soul? Soul's asking me if I played something. What What are we talking about? Which video? I played it earlier. You weren't here because you showed up late. You slept in. Did you sleep in, Soul? Hmm? <laughs> he said he's Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> You're the worst, bro. Him and fucking Phantom Shadow always get me with the comments. Dude, you know what? I feel fucking terrible. I just realized something. Hold on. Hold on, I, I know it's Q&A Friday, but I fucked up on something. I legit feel bad about it. Is Phantom in here right now, or is he still sleeping? Is he on the toilet? Is Phantom in here? I forgot. I have, I totally, I screwed up something, and it's been bothering me all week, but it's been that kind of a, it's been that kind of a week. I've been completely slammed, and I need to pull the fucking show over because I, I forgot something. I, I, ter- I feel terrible about it. He's, is he not in here? All right, well, you guys just make sure, because look, as much as he might be busy, but dude, he, I, correct me if I'm wrong, meme team, I forgot because I got so busy and I was in Mar-a-Lago, Phantom Shadow's mom had a birthday this week. Maybe he's over, they said he was over on Rumble. Is he really over on Rumble? That's fucking cool. But it, I wanted to wish a happy birthday to his mama. She had a birthday earlier in the week. I didn't get a chance to wish her happy birthday. Because I think it was when I was in Mar-a-Lago. I was down in Florida and I couldn't read emails. And I wanted to say happy birthday. Because that's beautiful, right? Like, that's really cool. Phantom Shadow's mom and dad, who are like two of the coolest people ever, they watch the show regularly. So I wanted to just say happy birthday to Mrs. Shadow. Mrs. Phantom Shadow. Mom Shadow. I don't know what we call her. Wait, Miguelifornia's mom's got a birthday today? Oh, shout out to Miguelifornia's mama, too. That's a happy birthday. Boy, all kinds of birthdays going around. That's cool. Okay, that's cool. Okay, happy birthday to Miguelifornia's mom. That's great. Yeah, that's great. Okay. Soul memes making excuses how to do taxes, which is why Soul didn't know. <laughs> all right, cool. Well, there you go. Happy birthdays to Phantom Shadow's mom and Miguelifornia's mom. That's really cool. Isn't that great? All right. Q&A Friday. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Let's see what you guys sent me this week. Uh, Dilly banned. I understand. I accept my punishment. I'm a man. I can take it. I can't chat in any other chats now. I'm sure you guys will miss me. Okay. Yeah, Ralph, we'll see you around my birthday. Good man. Take it like a man. There you go. 
Learn from this, Ralph. <laughs> uh, okay, let me go back in time a little bit. I got a bunch of... You guys want to go back? I missed a Q&A Friday last week. I feel like I owe you. Let's go back in time a little bit. Dealing my 14-year-old daughter asked me to help her talk to her friends about climate change. Her friends are wrongly convinced that it's real. She, likes, like us, knows it's a scam. What are good sources? To, they're the kids. If you really want to red pill the kids, what you do is you ask them, you say, if climate change is real and the oceans are rising and it's going to destroy the world, how come all the rich people that are telling you that climate change is real bought oceanfront houses? And then you start showing them, go, this is Barack Obama's new house on the beach. Start showing them all the homes they just bought down in West Palm Beach and in Miami. This is so-and-so's house. This is his house. This is Leonardo DiCaprio's house. They all just moved to the ocean. Yet, at the same time, they're telling you that the Atlantic Ocean is going to rise so many feet and destroy civilization. But why would they spend all of that money they worked so hard for if it was true? I'm sorry I can't give you better talking points for children. My attitude toward kids is like, if you're fucking, you're too lazy to do real research, kids, then you're fucked up already. Uh, Brendan, I was hoping you'd give my daughter Alicia a shout out for her birthday. This was from a week ago. Uh, she has some serious health challenges, and I think she was beginning to lose faith. Then came the Dilly Show and Brendan Dilly. At first, I'd hear little laughs and giggles. Then I'd hear her talking to you. Then she'd sing along with every meme. When she talks uh, alongside of you, word for word, it's just the best thing ever. She gets so excited. She found a home for her heart in the Dilly Show, the Dilly 300, the Beam Team, and the 20s. You're a true gift to us and everyone. We couldn't be more thankful and proud to have you in our lives. So happy 40th, Alicia. Okay, Alicia, I owe you. Scarlett, your mother, wrote in. This is a week late. You know what? Don't fucking matter. You're still watching today. It's still birthday from a week ago. Happy birthday, honey. That's a good one. I'm going to just knock all of these. I owe you guys. Here we go. Now that Kay- Kaylee McEnany has shown her true colors, who do you think would be a viable press secretary for Trump? Other... Uh, from yourself, I'm thinking Liz Harrington. Yeah, Liz could do it. Thanks, Doms. That was a good question last week. Um, Liz Harrington could definitely handle it. I don't know if she's, I think she might be a little too valuable for that job. Um, I personally would like to see, and it sounds crazy, I think I think you need a masculine male to do that job. That's my opinion right now. In this time in history, I think a, a really good press secretary would be a no-nonsense, very dry man. Who just fucking goes, bip, bip, bip. Dude, would it be great to have Stephen Miller do it? Dude, that's who I want as press sec. I don't even care. Let the fucking fallout happen. Put Stephen Miller as the press secretary and watch what happens. No, you're wrong. And the reason you're wrong is that you're stupid. And I'm not answering that. If you have a smart question, I'd be happy to answer it. But you continue to ask stupid questions. And I will not dignify your stupid questions with any kind of a reasonable, rational answer. Instead, I'm going to let everyone know that you've just asked me yet another stupid question. And we're going to continue to make fun of you and then move on. Do we understand? Does anyone in here have a smart question? Or is it nothing but stupid questions today? If so, can we just all break for lunch? and I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> I love Stephen Miller, dude. That dry fucking I don't give a fuck is what I need in my life. I need Stephen Miller and I need him to troll too because Stephen's bald. I think Stephen Miller should be the new press secretary and then every couple of weeks switch it up with a new wig just to force them to like try not to acknowledge it. What do you mean? 
No, my hair has always been this way. My hair has always been this way. It's not my fault you never took note of how absolutely beautiful and stylish my hair is. Next question. Like every couple of weeks, just switch it up, Stephen. We could give you a mohawk, give you an afro one week. I think that's what we should do. Fuck these people. Honestly, you should troll them. They don't deserve to be treated legitimately. I think it'd be hilarious. Could I be the press secretary? Yes. Do you guys want to know I won't be the press secretary? Can I give you... A, you want to know how I actually operate? Like, my how I view myself? I wonder if you guys can figure this one out. Who can figure out why I would never be the press secretary? I'm going to give you guys a minute to, to think about it. I'll, one of you has to know me well enough to under, to know why I would never be President Trump's press secretary. Let's see who can answer it. I'm curious if you guys can figure it out. I'll be impressed. Like, if you figure out why I would never be press secretary for President Trump or anyone, uh, I'll give you a gold star. Uh, Mo says, because I'd come to the podium in flip-flops. Bitch, you're the one who wears flip-flops, not me. Uh, I'd, I'd put my hands on libs. No, I'm actually not a violent person. I'm, I'm very, I'm quite controlled that way. Zero tolerance for bullshit. Too many stupid questions. Language. Nope, nope, nope. It's a job. It's a bitch job. It's pretty close, Billy Badass. That's pretty, that's pretty close. Billy Badass is the closest. He's, he's going down the right, right, right line of thought. He's the only one who got close. Everyone else is completely off because I cuss too much. No, I, I'm actually a savage when I don't cuss at all. It's not hard for me to do. No one's going to figure it out. Billy Badass came the closest. He came the closest so far. I'm going to give you guys like another, we'll give you another minute. I want to see if anybody can figure this out. Let me jump over to Rumble, see if anybody in Rumble figured it out. Podium's too tall. Ha 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 See if anybody can figure it out over on Rumble. Oh, Basia Grace figured it out. She figured it out. It's a combination. Basia Grace over on uh, Rumble, along with Billy Badass on DLive com- combined. Because I'd never, ever, ever take a job where one of the fucking words in it is secretary. That's why. I'm not joking. Like, I inherently be like, nah, bruh, I'm not a fucking secretary. You better come up with a new name for this shit. I wouldn't be a press secretary. I wouldn't be a fucking, uh, not, I would never be a secretary. I am not a secretary. I won't even put that attached to my name. Anything, anything, Secretary Dilly ain't ever fucking happening. Ever. Thank you, sir. I'm going to have to graciously pass. Why? I'm not a fucking secretary, bro. Find a new name. I'm se- Secretary of State? Nope. No. I don't know. You better start renaming this shit because I'll never be a secretary of fuck all. Secretary of Defense? Nope. Not a chance. Find a new fucking word. I don't know what to tell you. I swear on all that is holy. If I was asked to be a defense secretary, press secretary, anything state secretary, there will never be a secretary in front of my fucking name. Okay? It's never happening. Not a chance. I just fundamentally, it means you're someone's bitch. And I'm never someone's bitch. Not even Donnie J. Like, hey, President Trump, I love you. I respect you. I'm not a secretary. Not for anybody. (laughs) because after you're president I still have to go be a man somewhere and look in a mirror and I'm not a fucking secretary so you can give me a new name you want to call me warlord fucking press warlord fine fine if you can change the official title in the history books to press warlord dilly I'm in but I ain't never gonna be press secretary ain't gonna happen sorry nope I know 
I'm super simplistic that way. It's the same reason I don't get on all fours to plug shit in. You fucking homos over here. I got you just bend straight over. You drop something. I see you fucking guys. I see you in public. You drop something, just fucking ass goes straight up in the air. <laughs> Not me, dude. You bend at the fucking knees. You squat down. You pick that shit up. You watch the fucking. You watch a six, dude. Some of you guys are just like, oh, I dropped something again. There's my asshole. Like fucking not a chance. Nope. Head on a swivel. Not a secretary. And I don't leave my keister fucking unattended. You squat. You drop that shit down. Boom. Say, dang, I'm not a secretary. And I'll tell you. Give me a different job. Give me a czar. Press czar. You can make me a press czar. Everyone else gets to be a fucking czar. You got a COVID czar. Nah, I'm not going to be a press manager either. That sounds kind of gay. Yeah, I'm not doing any of that shit. Nope, I'm a man. You give me a title that's properly fucking for a man. You know what I'm saying? Just my opinion. There you go. All right, I got to keep going. Uh, Dilly wanted to ask if you'd consider a donation so I can reserve it. No, nobody's, no, there is no donations and there is no um, reservations on shirts. Listen, I love you guys. I get it. I'm still getting used to doing shirt runs this way. It's not, uh, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. In three weeks, we're going to roll out more shirts, okay? And I'm hoping to eventually figure out what's the sweet spot so that everybody gets a chance to order them. I'm working on it. Just be patient, okay? You're going to get your gear. I love you. I appreciate you're this enthusiastic and passionate about getting the t-shirts. But, man, I get it. You work construction. You don't ever get to order. I totally understand, man. Make it on a calendar note. It, just make a calendar note three weeks from today and then that weekend keep an eye out we're gonna have more pure blood shirts you'll be able to order okay joe i got you bro it's gonna be fine we'll get you some shit i'm still just easing into it dilly since you're a podcast mogul now are you listening to any other podcast no nope nope i don't consume other people's shit i know i i'm that guy i don't know what to tell you i stopped reading other people's self-help books over 10 years ago and i don't listen to other people's fucking podcasts I just don't. What are you going to say to me? As soon as I find somebody who's probably as researched on most of this stuff as I am and who uh, has discernment that is consistently as good as mine, I'll listen. But until then, no. That Most of them lose me because they're boring as fuck. I can't. I'm out. I'm like, and I'm out. I'm like, this is fucking, okay, I get it. You're going to say shit I've already heard everywhere else. And Trev is absolutely right. Oh, Trev, you fucker, you just busted me. You guys, uh, I don't even listen to my own content. Trev is absolutely correct. I don't even listen to my own content. I don't operate that way. It, it sounds like an ego thing. You guys want to know the truth, though? It's like uh, you start down a path where you start conversing with the Almighty, and God starts giving you a lot of your like inspiration for what you're saying and what you're doing. And uh, as you go down that path, um, I try to narrow that relationship as much as I can. So what I believe that I do is I sit in this chair when I'm doing a show and I open myself up to any and all inspiration and or information and then I start going. I don't prep for these shows. I don't uh, I don't uh, you know try to figure out what's the format going to be today. Um, I sit down. I have my set. Sometimes I get it set up early, like just at least the frames built out. Sometimes I don't. Today I didn't have anything built. Um, and I'm just like, okay, we're going to go. And then what I do is I see where God takes us every day. 
That's why the Dilly Show, if you ever wondered why this show every fucking day always feels fresh, it's because it actually is. It doesn't get stale because I don't have some, uh, you know, fucking ridiculous outline formula that I follow that that starts to feel predictable. Like, that's why you never know where you're going to end up on the show. You don't know what topic I'm going to end up hitting. You don't know what. I may pull it over and spend a half an hour berating the audience for being dumb one day. But that is the God honest truth. I don't watch the shows. So the way I view it is it comes in, I put it out, and then I move on to the next thing. I just turn the fucking page. As soon as the show's over, I spend about five minutes. I spend five minutes going, okay, what's the feedback like? Like, did you guys have fun? Usually I'll judge a show based on how I feel about it. So if I finish a show and I feel like it was fun, then it doesn't matter what anybody tells me. I'll be like, I had fun, so I know it was good. But if I finish a show where I don't feel like I had fun, I usually think it sucks. I'm like, hey, I'm really sorry that show sucked. People are like, well, no, it was great. You did this. And I'm like, nah, that sucked. Because I do a show that I would want to watch. And so I let it come in and I put it all out to you guys. I do it in real time. All of my like thoughts. And that's why I laugh at watch. I watch all these people. You guys think I'm just arrogant because I'm like, these fucking people suck. Because the talent that they have is like, you put them on and they're like, or if you shake them up a little bit. That you go, okay, you're talking policies, and all of a sudden you go, hey, what do you think of, and you throw something socially at them, and they're like, oh, I wasn't ready for that question. It's like, dude, I just, I, I got all of this information in my noodle, and I'm fearless with expressing myself. There's no part of my life that is off topic uh, and out of bounds. I'm very vulnerable and real with you guys, and because when you're vulnerable and you're honest, you have no, there's not anything I'm worried I might say or not say. So everything just flows like water because it's like, right? I just, it just flows. It goes, and that's, and it feels that way. So I don't know. That's what I do. But uh, yeah, I don't listen to my own broadcasts either, which is kind of funny. Uh, But you know what? I've heard they're really good, Trevor. So thank you. That's bad. Uh, Dilly, thank you for all you do and your team for doing for t- or what you're doing for Team Trump. Dude, it is our pleasure. This is the the honor of our lives is getting to play a role in saving this country. I'm a happy I'm happily married to a like-minded wife, but anytime I start talking politics, scamdemic, laptop, election fraud, etc., to friends and family and acquaintances, she gets all pissed off and shuts me down. She's afraid of losing so-called friends. I'm guessing I'm guessing not the only I'm not the only Dilly 300 member to experience this thoughts. Okay, Mark, here's what you got to do. Your wife values friendships, which is completely reasonable, right? Like you should value friendships. And so she's afraid of losing them. Okay. Which is reasonable. I don't know your age, but some friendships are very long, right? And you just don't want to talk about it. It's divisive. Here's what you do. All right. If you want to have more free discussions and open discussions on these topics, you need to start backfilling your friends and your friend circle with people who will engage in them with you and, and put your wife's mind at ease. So your wife is reading a room and recognizes that it could cost her some of her social circle. That's reasonable, dude. You got to respect that. So what you do is you say, hey, honey, we, I've met this new couple. I got a new friend. I met a buddy. I met a woman. Oh, I went to another rally, met this new couple. Start, start uh, backfilling your friends, your social circle with people who are open to having those conversations with you. 
couple things will happen. One, your wife will feel more confident that you've expanded your social circle. And two, um, she'll see the way that you do articulate yourself with people it's safe with, and she'll feel more comfortable if you do start to do it a little bit with her social circle. But that's how you do it. That's how you do it. That's, it's simple. That's all. She just doesn't want to lose her friends, dude. And that's not, you know, I get it. That's not uh, totally unreasonable. Two words, virtual re- rallies. Yeah, that sounds gay. I mean, you could, but that sounds gay. Don't call them rallies. Donnie Janius needs to do, uh, he needs to do American Late Night with me in California for the next two years. We can all hang out on the weekends at Mar-a-Lago. Mikey can play the fucking music. I'll host. President Donnie J can sit. We'll call him on stage. We'll spitball. I got ideas. The question is more so for Magical Trevor. Has Earpiece Guy discussed his future plans when Trump gets back into office? <laughs> Can you imagine an Earpiece Guy with President Trump? That actually sounds like it could have potential. They, shout out to Doms for the idea. Trev, have you ever thought about what would happen if you tried to do an Earpiece Guy with Donald Trump? You just end up agreeing. Just say whatever you want. Like, that's the whole Earpiece thing. He's like, dude, just, that was really good. I wouldn't even thought of that. That's a great job, President Trump. Keep going. Oh, my God. That was funny. Oh, oh my God. That was so funny. Dude, I think that actually has potential, Trev. What do you think? That Dobbs, that's a good-ass idea. That That's fucking funny. You just have an earpiece guy that agrees with the guy who ignores you nonstop. Okay, we're going off script. All right, go for it. Oh, my God. I didn't even think of that. That's fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't need an earpiece guy, but that's how it would turn out. It would just end up being an earpiece fan. <laughs> it would just be an earpiece supporter. Uh, that's pretty solid, though. I like that one. Yeah, I like that. That's pretty funny. Maybe sometimes he, he makes suggestions when Trump says some really funny shit. He's like, say the thing again. Say the thing again, President Trump. And he says it. He's like, ah, that's not bad. It's a good idea, I think. Could have some fun with that. All right, here we go. Oh, my God. I'm going so back in time right now trying to find... I want to answer all your guys' emails. It's okay. Here we go. I got most of them so far. Brendan, uh, I want to donate straight to Trump to help with his reelection, but I haven't been able to find the correct website. I get several texts per day claiming they are for Trump, and I don't want to support the GOP. I want to make my DonaldTrump.com. That's it. This is DonaldTrump.com. Just type in his name. DonaldTrump.com. Donate. Follow the link. Very straightforward. Dilly, the meatball signs you get made up should say Rob 2024 or Rod 2024 with Hail Hydra and fluorescent writing near the bottom. It's not a bad idea, Bob. Um, let's see. Brendan, my wife and I are just about ready to head south and get the hell out of Washington State. It's horrible here and the weather sucks nine months out of the year. Next week, we are going on a scouting trip to Chattanooga, Tennessee to visit some friends. There you go. Do you have any suggestions of where we should look in Tennessee? Chattanooga looks amazing, and I have heard Franklin is up and coming. I know it's like a starving person eating a Ritz for the first time since anything seems better than the direction my state is going to right now. By the way, super excited about getting our new Dilly Pureblood swag in the mail. That's from Troy. P.S. Do you know when and where President Trump will be rallying next week? I'm pretty sure Jack Posobiec said he will be in somewhere in Tennessee next week, but didn't include any. De- so the Tennessee thing is a RNC re- uh, donor retreat. So it's not a rally. RNC donor retreat, not a rally. That's first and foremost. Secondly, um, dude, I thought Chattanooga was cool as shit. 
when me and Randy were there, that was a cool city. We 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 were only there for an afternoon. We grabbed lunch and we explored a little bit. But I I thought it was a great place. Um, it's just the right size. There was some poverty there that I was like a little bit like, because eh, I'm not a big fan of living like among poor people. Um, I don't care. I don't fuck. I don't apologize. Like. <laughs> I'm sure you're great people. I'm not trying to live around fucking poor people. That shit is uh, depressing and uncomfortable. So uh, I try not to live in poor areas, frankly, because I, I want to live someplace that inspires and challenges me to keep working harder, not someplace that makes me feel good about like, oh, I'm the person who's doing well among these fucking peasants. Like, nah, 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 nah bro. I'm cool. Um, Let's see. Uh, oh, Knoxville, I've heard, is amazing. I haven't been yet. Um, there's a lot of Tennessee people in here that could probably speak more eloquently than I can on Tennessee. But I was impressed with uh, Chattanooga, and I would I would have considered I would consider that place. If you like it, check it out and see what you think. Yeah, there you go, dude. Congratulations. Get the fuck out of Washington State. What a shithole that is, bud. Good for you. You and the wife. Load that shit up and get the fuck out. Hey, Brendan, could you please get the word out that our... No, I'm not doing that. Don't ever ask me to get the word out. I'm just going to ignore you. Yeah, don't do that. I'm not doing that. Whenever you ask me to get the, the fucking word out, I'm not doing it. Just FYI. It's an instant no. Brendan, I have an update on my mother. I took a long while, but she got finally got a third and fourth opinion for her back surgery. The first do a doctor wanted her to have a four-disc fusion in her spine, which would mean two-week recovery, and he recommended her to be in a nursing home. She didn't like him. Second doctor backed up the first. However, the third doctor, which she saw in Vanderbilt University, said she only needs a two-disc fusion with only one-week recovery. Said she did not have to go into a nursing home and even said there was no need for a rush on surgery. Fourth doctor backed up the third doctor. Third doctor is going to have a teleconference with her set up in a few weeks. Would appreciate prayers for her. I'm sorry if this was too long. No, you're good. My question is, how much more red do Christina Pashaw's knees have to get before she'll need surgery? <laughs> All right. First of all, congratulations to mom. Always, always get third, fourth, fifth, sixth opinions with doctors. Because unless you know where your doctor graduates, oh, he's a second opinion. Yeah. Where did they both graduate their class? Bottom. Oh, why the fuck are you talking to idiots? Fifth, sixth. Seventh, you keep going until you get a good fucking good, uh, uh, like a good opinions. Congratulations, way to be persistent. I like that shit. I don't like Americans that roll over like little pussies on the first opinion. Well, that's it, I guess. I gotta get surgery, fuse my whole shit. Like, what? Why? Well, my doctor, yeah, this cunt right here, the one that tried to get you jabbed, that's who you're now agreeing with. That you should have your spine fucking removed. Next, next, fucking next. Keep going. Be, you guys are too easy to just go, oh, I guess I shrivel. Everybody wants me to finish the show because they know that I'm getting in the car and driving your shirts to the fucking post office. All right. Um, I got you. Christina Pashaw, her red knees. Dude, that's never going away. That's a career choice. She just needs to fucking, honestly, she just needs his knee padded up a little bit. Twitter question. Uh, Dilly, possibly a dumb question. I get suspended from Twitter all the time, so I'm not much worried about that. But how do I make sure the cunts that I hate that are more prominent than me see our hatred for them? Quote, tweet, or comment. I really want these people to always be bombarded with how we feel about them. Quote, tweet, does nothing. Reply. You just slide in their mentions. You reply, basically. Short answer. Hi, wife. What can I do for you? I was 
Friday. The oh. are all ready to go. All right. They're in the back of the car? Uh-huh. Excellent. And did you get an address so I can go drop off the other ones? What? Remember what you're supposed to do? Yeah. Is she in the chat right now? She's going to be so shocked. Because nobody gets this. Someone gets something done today that they've never, no one else has ever gotten done from me. You know what? I'm just going to call her. Hey, is Kim here? Stop the shot. I don't give a fuck. Kim, are you here? Are you in D Live? You're always here, honey. Where are you at? She was here earlier. Is she here still? If she bailed on the show, she's going to feel super dumb. <laughs> like she left early and then she's like getting a fucking dilly shout out. Kim. 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 Kim in Georgia. Kim. Hello. Kim in Georgia. Kim. Kim, are you here? Kim, did you leave? If you fucking left, I'm mailing your shit to you. If she left, she's getting her stuff mailed now. Oh, I'm so upset. The phone. This is the best call she's going to regret. Kim. Kim. Kim in Georgia. Kim. Hello. Kim. Fuck. Imagine, imagine daddy finally calls on you and you fucking, it's the one time you got off the show. Kim. Hello. Georgia Kim. 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 Kimberly. Kim. Kimberly in Georgia. And she's not answering her phone. I'm this as a she better be. She better be feeding chickens. Kim, hello, Kim. Kim in Georgia. Paging Kim in Georgia. Why are you not in the D Live chat? I have an announcement specifically to you, uh, and you're not here. We just wasted a full two minutes of the Dilly Show. <laughs> She's not answering. Wow. 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 I guess we'll cut you a slack because you bought like fucking 25 shirts. You got everybody at the Dilly Show can be mad at her. No, I'm just kidding. She did it for a good cause, but she did buy up like 25% of your supplies, which is why we ran out so quick. But we're going to hook her up. So Kim and Georgia, now it's even more awkward because I'm coming to your house after the show. <laughs> Surprise, I'm bringing you your shit um, because, frankly, I'm not shipping off all those shirts. It's going to cost me an ungodly amount of money. I'm going to load them. In. They're in the car already. I already boxed yours up. I'm driving them to your house as soon as I'm done because you're local. So awkward. And I know where you fucking live. So <laughs> I'll see you soon, honey. There you go. Fuck. Thought you, can you imagine the guy you watch every day? He just shows up at your fucking house with all your shirts. Like, Hey, you didn't fucking respond to me on the show. <laughs> She's going to lose her mind when she sees this. Okay. Well, there you go. Tough shit. <laughs> I tried to warn her. I mean, I was going to like do it all proper and be like, Hey, Hey, uh, Dirty Truth says, hold on. <clears throat> okay, I've been thinking about my mother a lot lately. She had cancer and passed away 17 years ago. I'll never forget. They kept yelling, we need her blood type. We need her blood type or it's going to be too late. None of us knew it, but mom went out like a trooper telling all of us to be positive. <laughs> That's a Dirty Truth joke. <laughs> That's dark. Mom went out like a trooper telling us all to be positive. Dirty truth is so bad. Uh, dirty humor is kind of like food. Not everyone gets it. That's <laughs> another dirty truth singer. I asked Suri why I was still single and the bitch turned on the front camera. <laughs> oh, that sucks. <laughs> uh, that's all I've got for you. Congrats on your trip to Mar-a-Lago. That's dirty truth, everybody. Yeah, we love him, dude. Um... Oh my gosh. All right. Dilly, what is the key secret to making as many friends as you have over the years or currently? Thanks from Jed. That's actually easy. Um, I 
shockingly have a very non-judgmental demeanor in person. And I think it opens it. People feel like they can be themselves with me. And I think when you, when you can be yourself with someone, you naturally start to feel like a friend of theirs. So my two things that I do is I try not to judge people when I meet them. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't care what you do. I don't care what you've done. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm more curious about people than I am judgmental. So I'm just like, oh, that's interesting. And I like to hear their stories. That's number one. And number two is I try to be of service to them. And, and this is going to be a crazy ass thing to say. And this is sound weird. When you try to be, to ser- be of service to other people, but you also let them be of service to you, it lets them feel like there's an endearing feeling because some people won't let you be of service to them, right? I'll give you an example. My neighbor, Josh, lives down the street. Great guy. And I met him and I hung out with him. He's the one I told you guys I went with him and I don't normally drink, but they insisted that I drink with them and I did. And that was back in July or whatever. And, uh, and Josh owns a huge commercial um, uh, uh, air conditioning company. And we had some AC problems when we first got in the house last year. And Josh was like, if you ever have another air conditioning problem, do not call anybody. You call me first. We only do commercial real estate. He goes, but I am the best tech we still have. And I like to still keep myself kind of fresh. I'll come over and fix your, your AC. I'm like, are you serious? He goes, you will never have to buy another air conditioning unit as long as you live near me. Great guy, right? This is all the way back in July. And uh, I just thought he was a really cool guy. And then he was really touched when the girls set the 20s out and they, they got all the goodies. And his house was one of the houses that got licorice and stuff. He thought that was really cool. Thought it was a nice gesture. And then um, fast forward to when I was in Mar-a-Lago, one of our ACs stopped working. The unit froze up. There were some issues with it. And when I got back, you know, yesterday I start tinkering. I'm like, man, I don't, I'm not really sure because it's, it's different than how the AC units are in Arizona. Different, just different setups altogether. And so I called Josh. I was like, hey, Josh, it's Brendan Dilly. You know, I live up at the front of the property, you know, front of the subdivision. And we met and I hung out one time with you and the guy with the Trump flags. And he's like, yeah, what's up, man? And I'm like, hey, dude, you told me to call you if I ever have an AC problem. I got an AC problem. This thing's not kicking on. I'm not really sure what's going on with it. And he was like, I'll be right down. Dude, he came down here, me and him together, you know, took 10 minutes. I was, you know, giving him the tools and handing everything he needed up in the attic. And he was like, boom, 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 done. He fixed it. My point is, sometimes being a good friend and making friends is you doing nice things for other people, but equally as important is allowing them into your life to participate and help you. And that was a moment where I was like, he was like, yeah, man, I'm happy to do this. I was like, hey, will you ever need anything from me? Please let me know. And now, you know, me and Randy are going to do a, a thank you gift of some kind. We'll probably do a, like a little gift bag with a bunch of MAGA commerce stuff in it for him. Hey. But um I think that's part of it is I try not to judge. I, I try to be a very disarming person because I, I want to hear. Like, it's genuine, though. I'm not pretending. I, I genuinely find people fascinating. So I want to, like, hear about their story. Like, how the fuck did you start thinking this way? How did you end up like this? Or how did you, what did you do? You know, and I just think that's a that's what I try to do. So that's how I make friends. And then the thing is, too, is I, I tend to remember everything. And that helps because when you remember inane details about people that you've met only a couple of times, that shit hits home. They're like, oh, my God, you remembered me? You remember that? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, my God. So I think that that's endearing as well is remembering people. Um, good morning. What's the best way for an introvert to get involved with the 24 election? How do I gain confidence to get out of my comfort zone? 
That's from Sally. Um, it's not as hard as you think. If I were you, Sally, I would learn how to do phone banking from your house. It's not confrontational at all. You can do it over the phone. You're anonymous and you can practice on other campaigns and fundraising as you prepare for Donald Trump's uh, campaign to kick into high gear. Phone banking is still highly effective, especially if you get good at it. I would start there. That would be my advice. Plus, it'll help you master um, President Trump's agenda and talking points, and you can kind of know what to say and how to say it and how to answer it and all that kind of stuff. Where did you find the shirt you're wearing today? Chattanooga has a great aquarium, and Civil War buffs will love Lookout Mountain. Skip the Chattanooga choo-choo. Okay, so that's from our friend Mindy. Rihanna, Courage is Contagious was from our previous sponsor. She did apparel, right? Tea Party, 1776. Tea Party, 1776. She used to be a sponsor of the show. I'm, I don't know if she's still in business anymore. But we love her. I'm she's googling it. She she's still soft shirt. She's still a big fan. Like she never left. I think she just kind of after the 2020 election, things got kind of tight for a lot of people, especially apparel wise. And I don't know. Does she still do Tea Party 1776? I'm looking it up. I don't know. That's where it was from. She was a sponsor of the show, and I still wear her shirts on the show. And they've they they, they were nice. They're always quality, and she had good sayings on them. It was TeaParty1773.com, and it looks like she's still there. TeaParty1773.com. That's what it was. Thank you, Randy. And she's still there. Yeah, she's still there. And her she's, shirts are really. Yeah, she's strong. still there. So there you go. There's almost like a low key free uh, ad spot. Got a new tip on Subscribestar from Matthew. Whoa, Matthew, thank you. He just ma- Randy, he just made a $100 tip to us. I think thanks, was, Matthew. Thanks, dude. That was really generous of you. I thanks, bud. You have to show your belt for that. I know, 100 bucks. Jeez, bud. Thank you. That was really generous. I appreciate that. Um, no. Oh, got to delete that. I think we're done. Yeah, I think we're done. Okay. I think we're done. All right, I guess somebody better get a hold of Kim to let her know I'm on my way to her house. Because <laughs> I'm going to go to the post office and I'm heading to your house. And if you're there, you're there. And if you're not, I'm dropping your shit off anyway because it's really far. So, <laughs> all right, God bless you. God bless America. And God bless our president, Donald J. Trump. I am author, Brendan Dilly, And I'll see all of you guys on Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern for another episode of The Dilly Show. Until then, let's keep taking it all back. Have a safe weekend, you guys. Happy Easter. God bless you. I'll see you Monday. But there is no way. This is the United States of America. We're not giving up our sovereignty to anybody. Fuck that. We came too close. Now we're going back the other direction. We're not going to get calmer as years go by. We're going to get more fired up. We're going to want more. I want more. This culture war, you fucking idiots, is not is not something about the just, oh, the next re-election. We want it all back. We want our schools back. We want our education. We want our higher education back. We want our banking back. We want our celebrity fucking entertainment industries back. We want our music back. We want our sports back. We're fighting for all of it. I won't stop until we have every fucking aspect of Americanism back and actually representing America. We're raising an entire generation of patriots right behind us who have the exact same attitude and thoughts and approach. We're raising children. You're aborting them. We're raising them. We're raising them to vote. We're raising them to recognize bullshit. We're training them to not trust the the, uh, government or the media. We're training them in weapons. We're training them in free speech. We're not a fucking thing the left can do about it. We're not going away. This is only the beginning. Globalism was a failed idea. That was the George Bush era Republican, rhino, sellout, scumbag, globalist approach to things. 
This is a new America. This is a new America that resembles the old America, except for with a lot more wisdom. And you're just gonna have to get used to it, lefties. We're not going anywhere. <laughs>